Wow, what a crazy, crazy, crazy 24 hours in in crypto. Right now, we are getting a little bit of a dump. We're at 45,200 after what I think was the most crazy 24 hours in crypto. Let's recap the events of the last 24 hours. First of all, the SEC approved the Bitcoin ETF. We see the price of Bitcoin spiking to 48,200. And then we see the price of Bitcoin dumping to 44,500 or somewhere around there. Then the SEC come out and say that their account was compromised and that there is no ETF that is approved and Bitcoin actually recovers. We're going to dig into the events of the last 24 hours, but that is not what is important. What is important is that the market gave us clear signals last night of what's going to happen when the ETF actually does get approved. Here is what's going to happen. The market literally spelt it out for you. This is the total three chart. This is the ETH chart, the BTC versus ETH chart. We know exactly, exactly, exactly what's going to happen when the ETF gets approved. And now we have time to prepare. And the one clear message that the market has given us, the one clear, clear, clear message that the market's given us is it's time to sell your Bitcoin right now in this trade. That is what we're going to be talking about today. Then I want to talk to you a little bit about Solana. And then I want to talk to you about something that's very big and that's maybe, maybe, maybe flying under the radar. And that's this. If you are in India, you cannot have an exchange app on your phone. So in the in the Apple App Store, they have deleted all exchange apps from India. We're going to talk about that. And then if we have time, if we have time, I'm going to show you an amazing, amazing, amazing protocol that you can invest in that I spoke to the team today. And when I spoke to the team, I thought it was one of the most genius pieces of technology that I've ever seen on the Bitcoin network. So listen, today is going to be fucking mind-blowing. It's ETF approval day. Here we are with the show. There's already 5,000 people yeah, we haven't even started the show. Let's fucking go, guys. Listen, I don't know about you guys. And I know that this seems like a normal day for people in crypto, but I just want to give you some perspective. This is not normal. What we have been through in the last 24 hours, if we told this to our friends that we're not in crypto, they would not fucking believe what happened to us in the last 24 hours. I saw this meme today. I think this is like the best meme on the internet today. It's like a normal day for us, but in the, in the real world, people would look at us like this guy's looking at these guys. This is one of the best memes I've seen. Watch what he does with his with the cement. Watch what he does with the cement. normal day but for normal people <laughs> uh, what's this uh, so listen i know i know to us this seems like a normal day but to normal people like this is crazy we've had a crazy 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 24 hours and today is the etf approval day so it's only going to get more crazy it's only going to get more crazy so listen if you're new to the channel 
welcome, welcome, welcome. First of all, welcome. Subscribe. Join the 701. Geez, okay, stop. Whoa, 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 whoa. Join the 701,730 people in the fastest growing crypto community in the world today. The only community that really is centered around one mission. That mission is to help our community become the most profitable community in the world. If you are here today, and if this is your first time here, or whether it's not your first time here, smash the like button because how it works is the more you like, the more excited I get. And I'm, you'll ask the other people in the chat, you'll realize I'm a very exci easily excitable guy. Now, when I get excited, I give alpha. When I give alpha, you make life-changing money. And I know that you have 550 days left this bull market to make the, the life-changing money. My responsibility is to give you enough alpha so that you can change your life and change your wife in the next 550 days. So with that in mind, subscribe to the channel, like this content. Let's get on with the show and talk about the last 24 hours in crypto. Mm -mm. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely mind-boggling. We need to quickly just look at the events again of what happened the last 24 hours. So the SEC drafts a tweet. It's a very official, very good-looking tweet. It says, today the SEC grants approval for Bitcoin ETF for the listing on registered national securities exchanges. The approved Bitcoin ETFs will be subject to ongoing surveillance and compliance measures to ensure continued investor protection. Then the price of Bitcoin goes up. This is a very important. Pay attention here. The price of Bitcoin goes up. We go up all the way to this level over here, which was 48,000 on, on this exchange, on Binance, 48,000. But then immediately, immediately, we get a wick down to 44,764. And the important thing that you need to know is that the wick down happened before the SEC said that they were compromised. So it's not after the fact. It's not the, the price of Bitcoin didn't dump because the SEC were compromised. The price of Bitcoin dumped. And this is giving you a, a, a reading of what is about to happen to Bitcoin when the SEC actually do approve that today. Then Bitcoin rebounds. The SEC deletes the tweet. They say the SEC.gov account was compromised and an unauthorized post was posted. The SEC has not approved the listing uh, and trading of a spot Bitcoin ETF. So the market has actually given us huge signals as to what's going to happen later on today when the SEC gets approved. The best thing to do here was to watch, to do this, to get the Banton newsroom up here, because this is exactly where all the calls that we make happen, all the researchers that we have, all 40 researchers post their research over here. And if you change that, the settings to the currencies, instead of making it against USD, make it against Bitcoin, you can see how the tokens are moving against Bitcoin on a day like this. And that is exactly what the market's showing us. The market's showing us that certain tokens are moving when Bitcoin is going down and it's giving us clear signs of what's about to happen. You see tokens like Pulse, Pulsex, Hex, Lido, uh, Arbitrum. We need to talk about all these tokens because the market has revealed the next trade to us. Very rarely, in market trading, in market trading, do we get opportunities for the market to tell us what's going to happen in a dress rehearsal, in a dry run before the actual event? That is exactly what happened in the last 24 hours, which basically means that if you fuck this up, it is like, it's like having, going to an exam, a, a test at, at school, having the test paper the day before, the teacher gives you the test paper, you look at it, she takes away the test paper. She says, oh, no, no, it's not test time. And the next day she gives you back the same test and you still end up failing. If you don't now know what's going to happen when the ETF gets approved today, that is exactly who you are. Now, you don't want to be that person. You don't want to be that person that got 
the 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 test and still manage to fail it. So today we're going to be talking about that. Um, let's talk about what happened yesterday and, and, and with the SEC. So remember when the Coin Telegraph intern leaked the fact that the beat, the Bitcoin ETF approval had happened and the price actually spiked. Remember that. And then the SEC came out, and what did they say to us? Careful what you read on the internet. The best source of information about the SEC is the SEC. But this time, it was actually the SEC account that tweeted and told us the Bitcoin spot ETF was actually approved. I love this meme. This is exactly, exactly the meme. And I think that this is crazy because we count on the SEC to help us protect investors. Some of the most sophisticated investors in the world are protected, protected by the SEC. But the SEC can't even protect a Twitter account. Because what they came out and said was that their Twitter account was compromised by some un- unnamed individual or individual that they don't know anything about. Their Twitter account was apparently compromised. And, and these are the same people that are protecting us as investors. This is very concerning. They want to protect investors in the United States and potentially worldwide investors, but they can't even protect a Twitter account. I mean, this is ridiculous. This is the same amount of people. Gary Gensler came out and he said, This is a reminder to secure your financial accounts as well as to protect them against identity theft and fraud. Remember to use strong passwords and phrases, set up multi-factor authentication and keep alerts turned on. But then, but then if you look at what happened yesterday, the X confirmed that they can also confirm that the account, the SEC's account did not have two-factor authentication enabled at the time. These are the people that are protecting us. The, the, how, how safe do you feel as an American investor? I've always said that the only protection that the SEC has been doing is they protect the American investor against making money. That's the only protection that uh, the SEC is doing. Someone says it was BitBoy. I actually saw a picture. He's blocked me, so I can't see him. But someone showed me a picture of him standing outside the SEC, and it's raining, and it's raining. Anyway, Zach XBT also had a, uh, a little bit of a dig at, uh, at uh, Gary Gensler. And said, like, hey, Gary, uh, this is a reminder to secure financial accounts as well as protect identity. Uh, exactly exactly what he said. Um, Edward Snowden says, Jesus Christ, Gary, get your shit together. You only have one job. That's pretty much exactly what's going on. The funniest thing is that a trader went onto Rollbit, which is a derivatives exchange, effectively. Created a profile called Gary Gensler. And then traded this whole, this whole event. He went short. So player Gary Gensler timing the Bitcoin volatility with perfection. You almost want to think that maybe this trader was actually the hacker. And he seems to have made a huge profit. He made 1.189 million, etc. Listen, um, and Zero Hedge says, has Gary Gensler tendered his resignation yet after the most humiliating debacle in SEC history? Okay, this could only happen in history. This, this really, 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 days like this can only happen in crypto. And you know what? Like, as crazy as it is, I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. I, I think this is part of the reason of, of why I'm actually here because I enjoy this shit. And I, 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 um, I echo Ryan Selkis' sentiment. He says, I love crypto. Imagine getting a real job after all we've been through together. Not happening. It's either moon or death. And that's exactly how I feel. Like it's either moon or death. We can't go back to normal lives. And to be honest, I don't actually even tell my friends. I don't actually even tell them what I've been through because no matter how hard I try and tell them, they'll look at me as if I'm crazy. They'll never understand. They'll just look at me as if I'm crazy. Let me know if, if this is how you feel. This is, let, me know, let me know if this is how you feel. Anyway, let's get a little bit more serious now. Let's get a little bit more serious. Um, if, if a private company or a public company 
had to tweet something like this that caused an asset to go up or down, what would happen? Well, the SEC would go after him. They would demand for there to be implications, right? Do you remember? Do you remember when Elon Musk, um, when Elon Musk tweeted, and then the SEC charged him, uh, it, it was charged with securities fraud for the misleading tweets? Do you remember that? The SEC charged Elon Musk for misleading tweets. Well, why is it different when the SEC, through negligence, publish? Uh, tweets, and that's exactly what a lot of people are asking. Sen- the senators are starting to ask. Sen- Senator C- Cynthia Loomis is now saying fraudulent announcements, like the one that was made on the SEC social media, can manipulate markets. We need transparency on what the hell happened. And I b- agree. Um, Senator Bill Haggerty says just like the SEC would demand accountability from a public company if they made such a, ch- a colossal market moving mistake. Congress needs answers on what the hell just happened. This is unfucking acceptable. How do you, you are the one who's supposed to protect markets and you manipulate markets. Your Twitter account gets hacked. Seriously, is this what the fuck it's all about? Sorry, I mustn't swear. It's all about. Um, Fox News jumps into it. Will SEC investigate itself after Gary, Gary Gensler dealt an embarrassing blow in the Bitcoin ETF debacle. I have a very serious question. I have a very, very, very serious question. And I know that you're not used to the serious side of run, but I have a very serious question. If investors got liquidated, if people sold the dip, do they have a claim against the SEC? I believe that they do have a claim against the SEC. Why? Because I believe that the SEC was negligent. You can say that your Twitter account was hacked, but if you didn't have two-factor authentication and your Twitter account was hacked about something that is so, 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 so topical, then you need to be liable. And I wish that someone would actually take the SEC to court and give them a little bit more egg all over their face. I said this, I said here, asking for a few friends. I said asking for a few friends. Um, already senators have started se- uh, uh, sending letters to Gary Gensler saying that they're right with huge concern uh, to the SEC. They want to know exactly what's happening, what steps are being taken. And I think that this is just, just, just the beginning of, of, of what's going to happen. And to be honest, even though I think that nothing's going to happen to Gary Gensler, I do think that we need to get to the bottom of this. And I do think that he needs to apologize much more than he has apologized. But he won't because he actually doesn't even give a shit. He does not give a Gary Gensler doesn't give a shit. And that's the reality of it. And that's what we need to accept. That's what we need to accept. Anyway, moving on. move on let's move on because there's a lot to talk about today there's a lot to talk about today first thing i want to talk about is regardless of what happened yesterday and regardless of the egg all over the sec's face i have to ask a question the question is if it was going to be approved anyway right if it was going to be approved anyway why not just let it slide because and 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 not have the egg on your face we have to ask that question Regardless, today, I believe, is approval day. I believe that today is approval day. I'm not the only one that believes that it is approval day. Eric Balkunas, who's from Bloomberg and has been covering this, says, happy ETF approval day for real this time to all those who celebrate. As far as we know, it's all systems go. Most likely, uh, we'll see formal between 4 and 6 p.m. today, EST. We will, we, and, and trading starting tomorrow. We are ready at Bloomberg. So, we are, so they are ready at Bloomberg. We are ready at Crypto Banter. What I've told the Crypto Banter team is the following. We are going live as soon as the ETF gets approved. I don't care what time it is. I don't care if it's in the middle of the night. I don't care if it's in the middle of your night. James, 
J James Josh. is no James. Josh. We are here today. Josh. Fred, we are here today. Team, we are here today, and we are bringing crypto love and crypto wisdom to people, and we will be here when the ETF gets approved. So we'll be ready. There'll be a stream up. And as soon as it gets approved, I will run in from wherever I am. And we will together watch the ETF approval. We'll watch it right here on the Banton Newsroom, which is where all our researchers will be digging up all the research. And by the way, if you're not already following this Banton Newsroom, we have amazing news that it, that it is such a good newsroom that some companies, big companies, I can't mention their names, but really, really, really big companies have actually reached out to us and say, can we actually just license your newsroom because it is the most effective information source in the entire crypto universe? And I, I believe that it is. And the reason why I believe that it is because it's not only about news and research, but we also banter in here. All, we all talk about our trades and what's happening and stuff like that. So it's a really, really, really unique combination, which is unique to, to crypto banter. Anyway, so today is approval day. The irony, and I don't know if it is ironic or coincidental, the approval day is on January the 10th, the, which is the same day that Hal Finney, who is potentially the Satoshi, actually started, uh, wrote this tweet and said, uh, running Bitcoin. And that was exactly 15 years ago. So 15 years ago today, Hal Finney was actually uh, running the Bitcoin tweet, the Bitcoin, his first Bitcoin node. And today, um, 15 years uh, later on the same day, we could get the ETF approval. Question is, what time do we get the ETF approval? I ran this poll. It does feel like most people will say it's when the market, after the market closes, after 5 p.m. EST. But hey, who knows? It could come at any time. It could come, it could come at any time. We are right here. The newsroom is ticking immediately, right away, right away, right away. Uh, and it's going to bring you crypto love and it's going to bring you crypto wisdom. All right, so that is what happened yesterday. That is history. What we spoke about now is history. We're going to talk about what, why it was such an important thing what happened. We never, ever, ever get opportunities, ever, ever, ever. We never get opportunities to know what the market is going to do ahead of time because, if, because it just doesn't happen. But in this case, believe it or not, believe it or not, the market practically told us exactly, exactly, exactly what's happening. And now we need to analyze exactly, exactly, exactly what the market told us. So let's look at it very, very, very carefully. When the ETF was approved, there was a wick up, which is exactly what I told you would happen. Then we got to a price, and it's very important that you read these price levels, 48,000. Then the market reversed, and we went down below 48,000. We went from 48,000 all the way down to this level over here, which was 44,729. What this is telling you, is that the ETF approval has already been priced in and that the next it's time for the next trade. Now, does that mean we don't like Bitcoin? No, that doesn't mean we don't like Bitcoin. In fact, yesterday I did an interview for Business Insider and they asked me, what do you think is going to be the price of Bitcoin at the end of 2024? And I said, look, it's going to be minimum 100,000. I'd be very disappointed if it was under 150,000 because if in this cycle, we don't go to at least two and a half X where we were on the last cycle, then that's like, why are we here? I saw that that sentiment was actually echoed by Tommy Lee um, in, in an interview. So maybe just listen to what, to what Tommy Lee says, yeah? That's yeah. What you're, that's what, yeah, that's what you're saying. It was transitory all along. It was, yeah. it wasn't, it was, it is, wasn't it. So now we decided we're back to that. Okay, so yeah. just to, to end on, give me your... Um, your one-year and five-year price target for Bitcoin. 
Uh, I think in the next 12 months, uh, something over 100,000, you know, maybe 150,000. And, you know, in the next five years, again, it's, you know, it's a, there's a finite supply. And now we have a, a potentially huge increase in demand with a spot Bitcoin approval. So I think in five years, you, you know, something around half a million would be potentially achievable. It's all just so, so I agree much. with him. So I actually agree with Tommy Lee exactly. I think at the end of next year, a minimum of 150,000. And I think in five years, 500,000, a million, who cares? It's not about that. What, what happened yesterday is that the, 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 the charts gave you a signal of what is about to happen. And the charts gave you exactly the same signal that we've been giving you all along. This is in fact what I said to you guys yesterday. Listen carefully to what I said to you guys yesterday. Believe that the next trade has to be the ETH ETF trade because there is an ETH futures ETF. The court would be arbitra Let arbitrary be and capricious. Let me go a little bit back. That was 46,655. Now it's a little bit higher. It's 46,760. So we know that there's going to be an 80% move in the market cap of the asset, more or less, and it's going to take a couple of months until approval. So then what happens is we move on to the next trade. And right now, it's probably one of the most hated trades in crypto. That is the ETH trade. I'm not a big fan of the ETH trade. But I have to, I have to um, believe that the next trade has to be the ETH ETF trade. Because okay, the, so th that's what I said to you. I've been saying it to you all along, but I said it to you for the last time yesterday. I said to you, after, as soon as the Bitcoin ETF gets approved, everyone's going to think, okay, we have missed the Bitcoin ETF trade. We're now moving to the next trade, which is the ETH ETF. Now look at exactly what happened on the chart. The Bitcoin chart pumped and dumped. At the same time, as soon as the announcement happened, when the Bitcoin chart pumped, the ETH BTC chart went down. But then the ETH BTC chart doubled. You see that? Not doubled, but, but pumped. I see my series about to Okay, talk. I found this on the web. For so you can see that the ETH BTC chart started to get some life back into, into itself. You can see that as soon as this happened, I said, so this is, I published a tweet and I said, as the, the Bitcoin ETF trade was a trade. Now we are days away from the end of that trade. Regardless of the outcome of the trade, traders will unwind and deleverage that trade and prepare for the next trade. Um, and here, the next trade I said is the beginning of the ETH ETF trade. And that is exactly, exactly, exactly what happened yesterday. The Bitcoin chart dumped and the ETH chart started to pump. The market basically tells you that it's the end of the Bitcoin trade and it is the beginning of the ETH trade. And I know you guys are probably going to hurt me for saying sell your Bitcoin. And I'm not telling you to sell all your Bitcoin because I'm really bullish on Bitcoin. But what I am saying to you is that this trade is finished and we now have to move to the next trade. And there's another trade that did extremely, extremely, extremely well. It is the altcoin trade. As Bitcoin went down, the altcoin trade, total three. Look at, look at, look at what happened to, to the, the, the total three against Bitcoin. Total three started to rocket. What the market is telling you is that this ETF approval is the end of the Bitcoin trade. And it is exactly, it's priced in already. And then we are moving on to ETH and we are moving on to altcoins. That is what the market told you yesterday in no uncertain terms. I'm not the only one who noticed it. Crypto Mamba says, anyways, you've already seen the market's reaction to the approval. BTC dumps, ETH pumps. Do with that what you will. So you can either be a spectator or you can actually take some action. Will Clemente says exactly the same thing. He says, in the same way that the fake 
Coin Telegraph ETF approval headline forced the market to show its hand uh, in being underallocated to Bitcoin. This fake SEC approval headline forced the market to show its hand on where the ETH BTC will probably head upon approval. We are moving to the next stage of the market. And if you want to know what the next stage of the market is, it's very simple. You go to Banter Bubbles. Instead of you go to settings, you change your currency settings to all tokens. Instead of them being against US dollar, you say, I want to see all of them against Bitcoin. And now you can see all the tokens that are outperforming Bitcoin. And what is the, the, what is the, what are the bubbles telling you? Lido, that's an ETH narrative. Optimism, that's an ETH narrative. Arbitrum, that's an ETH narrative. Um, Maker, that's an ETH narrative. Uh, 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 all, all these are ETH narratives. Then you've got the, the, Richard, the Richard Hart narrative, which we'll talk about the Richard Hart narrative today as well. That is what the market's telling you. So again, how do you do this? You go to settings, you change your base currency, and now you're watching them all against Bitcoin. And that's what I was doing yesterday. I was watching it on the one hour against Bitcoin, and that showed me what the next narrative is going to be. So kids, you have been given this, the school exam one night before, and you've given time to prepare for the school exam. Now, if you don't execute correctly, then you are the asshole or asshole, depending on which country you live in. Um, th that is, I mean, it, it really is as, as simple as that. You know, you know who else is an asshole? I'll tell you who else is an asshole. Um, anyone who doesn't do this is an asshole. And we are going to carry on. I'm going to show you the trades. But guys, we offer you guys a free trading course literally it's free it's a fucking free trading course the trading course has changed so many lives and made so many people rich that it, this is what we do we change lives J just listen to this just listen to this before sniper school i was just a regular dude just a nine to five type guy i worked construction i've been in this market I've, I've lost so much money so i made a little bit of money and then you never think that it's ever going to stop running right didn't diversify enough had a lot in luna i pulled out twelve thousand five hundred dollars from my retirement today i've got one hundred and seventeen thousand seventeen thousand two hundred ninety. my trading account that i used for sniper school i just put in the 250 dollars and you know now that's well over three grand so so i joined sniper school uh, $400 into a Mexican account. I can show you the account right now. It's at $130. My life has changed. Basic This class has just been amazing. I can't thank you enough. If you're in crypto and you follow crypto banter and you don't do crypto school, I don't know why you're bothering to even be in crypto. Okay, so listen, guys, again, you want to learn to trade. This is the easiest way to trade. This is where I learned to trade and I've become a fucking good trader. Let me tell you. Uh, the only way to do it is you go here you sign up over here. And I just want to show you this because it's important to see how much time you've got left. You have five, five days to sign up and get approved. Just go and do it and do it today. Don't procrastinate. It is free. It's the, this course would usually cost you $3,000. It is absolutely, absolutely, absolutely free. Anyway, let's continue with the alpha. Let's continue with the trades and continue with the alpha. So the market told us exactly what's going to happen. I said to you two days ago, I said, when the Bitcoin ETF gets approved, it is like we have seen a playbook. The playbook says that as soon as the ETF approval, the, uh, uh, the ETF gets applied for, from that point, the asset starts moving up until the approval date. Where did I get that information? Very simple. I got it from the charts. Okay. Now, Bitcoin, since BlackRock applied for the ETF, we went up 88.51%. Now we've got the ETH trade. And we saw yesterday, we saw exactly what's happening. We saw that the, as soon as this happens, the ETH BTC pair is going to go up. Let's just quickly look at something here. So you look at 
uh, ETH BTC, it has recovered. You look at Ethereum, Ethereum is still at 2,400. And that is exactly where Ethereum was yesterday. In fact, I even think that Ethereum is slightly up on where it was yesterday. End of the Bitcoin trade, beginning of the next trade. And what we think is that ETH will go up probably 88.5% or somewhere along that, maybe even more. That is what the, the market is telling you is the next trade. Uh, you could see it also here. Yeah. Smart money flows surprised me. Was not expecting this. Smart money is overwhelmingly buying ETH. This is this comes from Nansen. This guy says I don't make the rules. It's too soon to say if it's, if ETH BTC is reversing. Couldn't help but notice ETH wells are going parabolic. In other words, they're starting to buy ETH. There's an ETH narrative right now. I also saw this chart, which was very encouraging. What this guy says is the last time that the ETH open interest looked like this was this low. That is when ETH went parabolic. You see, you can see that over here. And you can see that over here and over here. And you can see that the, the ETH price has held steady. The Arbitrum price has gone parabolic through the roof. Um, if you look at Lido, which I think is over here, Lido is now in price discovery. It's hit all-time highs. Ladies and gentlemen, we are about to enter an ETH season. Now, I said to you guys, I'm not very excited about trading ETH. You're not going to make a lot of money trading ETH. You'll make some money. You won't make life-changing money, and you definitely, definitely, definitely aren't making wife-changing money on ETH. That is for sure. But as I've said to you a million times before, you can make life-changing and wife-changing money if, if you trade the ETH ecosystem. It's not about ETH. It's about the ETH ecosystem. So let's look at where the ETH, what the ETH ecosystem looks like um, over here. So you've got... ETH ecosystem over here. You've got ETH here. You've got uh, Arbitrum at 195 going up. You've got Total 3, which is just, just to show you, Total 3 also absolutely exploded. This is the chart that basically says everything. When you look at what happened with the ETF, when the ETF approval happened, the Bitcoin price went down. Pendle, Arbitrum, Optimism, Lido, SSV all went up. That is the chart that says everything. So you can start looking at what are the next plays. Optimism, Arbitrum. Lido, Matic, Frax, Aave, Synthetics, Maker, ETH naming services, Curve, all of these are the, probably the next trade. Uh, one of our sponsors, DOP, which is part of, not part of, but leverages the Tommy chain. So if you, you can go and have a look at, at the Tommy chain. DOP does something very interesting. It allows you to do um, transactions on the ETH chain, but they don't go through Metamask. So they're completely, uh, not uh, through the, uh, the ETH blockchain explorer which means that you can actually do completely, completely um, uh, private transactions, which is, I mean, that, that's an amazing, amazing, amazing narrative. So that is the, um, the, the, the ETH ecosystem. We're not going to make life-changing money buying Ethereum, but there is a whole ecosystem. Here is the ecosystem for you in the TradingView watch list, which we will publish under this video straight after the show. Wait until the end. Arbitrum, Optimism. ENS up 16.65%, LIDO up 4.01%, SSV up 6.28%. You may say that this is not a lot, but Bitcoin is down today. And so that's why these are moving against Bitcoin. These are moving against, uh, against the Bitcoin chart. As I said, LIDO going into price discovery now, because when it breaks an all-time high, we're going into price discovery. So the next couple of trades are, the, the next couple of months, it's the ETH trade. It's the ETH trade. And I told you this I told you this yesterday. I told you this a week ago. I said, this is what's going to happen. It's the ETH trade. It's the ETH trade. It's the ETH trade. It's the ETH trade. And now we're getting the ETH trade. So does that mean, 
that I give up on Solana. No, not at all. I still think that if you take the price of ETH and the price of SOL today, let's do that. Let's actually go and, and look at it. And let's take a bit. Price of ETH, 2,384. Price of Solana, 9,263. Today is the 10th of January, 2024. I believe that in a, on a 12-year and 24-year time frame, Solana outperforms Ethereum. You can write that down. So even, even, even if we do get an ETH season, I still think that the place for us to be is still Solana. But if you want good, you, if you want to follow the money right now and you want to follow the money early, ETH narrative. I told you this yesterday, guys. This should come as no surprise, um, said the voice. Um, Maybe ETH will follow Solana and we're going to get this like this crazy pattern over here. I mean, it's, it is possible that ETH follows Solana and, and we get this crazy pattern over here. I do want to highlight something about Solana, even though the price now is 92.72 and it's not looking amazing. You got to remember that there are a whole lot of airdrops which are now coming to Solana. Remember, and remember when every time we get these airdrops, let me just quickly find you this chart because I, I know we made a chart about Solana airdrop. I just don't know with all these tabs open, yeah, because I'm addicted to tabs, um, you can see that every time we have an airdrop, it puts more money in the ecosystem. So we had the Perth airdrop, we had the Gito airdrop. Remember, every time I did this, we pumped Solana. We are in another airdrop season. We have the Jupiter airdrop. Jupiter is like, um, uh, you can call it like the one inch of Solana. It's the DEX aggregator on Solana. And it, they are doing an airdrop and it should be a massive, massive, massive airdrop. Someone says, yeah, don't paper hand your Jupiter. And I agree. If you get a Jupiter airdrop, hold it. I think you'll end up making a lot of money. Um, and I think the airdrops can be worth quite a lot of money. I think they can be quite worth quite a lot of money. But then after that, we got, we got MarginFi. We've got Drift Protocol. Remember Drift? For those of you who haven't used Drift yet, um, Drift is a, a perpetuals exchange like Bybit or BitGet. It's a decentralized one. And it is, as you can see, it's very fast. It looks like an, a, a centralized exchange. And if you have been using it, like I told you, you will potentially get an airdrop because I think that when they say something special is coming for Drift users, any guesses, um, well, I don't think that they actually mean any guesses. I think they're basically telling you, they're telling you that there's something special coming for Drift users. And what is special for, for Drift users? Airdrop, simple. I've told you to use it. Continue, continue to use it. Continue, continue to use it because maybe, maybe, maybe you'll get an airdrop and I think it's going to be a massive airdrop. And when these airdrops happen, the price of Solana is going to go up. So yes, we're still bullish on ETH versus, on, on Sol versus ETH. Don't, we haven't written that off. We haven't written that off. All right, let's continue. Let's go to the bubbles and see what else is moving today because the market's giving us so many signals, so many signals. It's, it's so easy. We had a dress rehearsal. So let's look at, at what the market is telling us. When I open the, the, the market here and I say settings, let's just refresh, settings against Bitcoin. I'm now looking at all the tokens against Bitcoin. Ladies and gentlemen, which tokens pop out at you the most? Which ones? It's, it's the Richard Hart coins. Hex, Pulse, Pulse X, 33% up, 38% up, 40% uh, up. 22.5% up. Why is this happening? Well, 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 Richard Hart is fighting against the SEC. He's got 11 lawyers uh, filed a, a document. The SEC says, ironically, today the SEC Twitter account was hacked and a fraudulent message was posted. The blockchain literally solves exactly this problem. The SEC is attacking the very tech that it needs to cryptographically verifiable authentication, proof and publications, blockchain, blah, blah. He goes about it. 
he's hired a law firm and they're representing him against the SEC saying that this litigation that they're doing against Richard Hart is actually, uh, the, the litigation uh, is uh, another front in the SEC's campaign to regulate blockchain technology and digital asset through enforcement instead of rulemaking or awaiting legislation. Its effort is particularly misguided in this case where the complaint attacks certain blockchain software running programs on a decentralized ecosystem. There is no business corporation, enterprise, or foundation behind them, rather a global community of individuals that have independently chosen to run these communication software programs using their own labor and computing power. And they go on and they, they, they talk about I mean, I'm not going to read the whole thing because then we'll be here until next week, Wednesday, and today is ETF approval day, so we can't do that. Um, interesting that the law firm that is representing Richard Hart in this case is the same law firm that represented Elon Musk against the SEC when Elon Musk tweeted. Um, and they landed up, they won and Elon avoided paying $12 billion in damages. And now Richard Hart has the same lawyers as, as, as uh, Elon Musk. We also know that every time that the SEC has gone to court, they've landed up losing blockchain cases when they go to court. No, not every time, but most times. Um, the other thing we know is that Richard Hart has a lot of money and that he's going to keep throwing money at this with the best lawyers to keep fighting the SEC, kind of like what Ripple did. And so there is a chance. I mean, I don't know the merits of the case, but there is a chance that Richard Hart wins this. In fact, I wish he wins this. I hope he wins this. Um, regardless of what your views are on Pulse or Hex, we just want the SEC to lose. That's all we care about. We only care about that SEC is losing. And, and Richard Hart saying, how is everyone feeling? Price two times are cool. Uh, the price has actually doubled. So, I also heard, by the way, that he may be using some of the money in the in the sacrifice address to actually buy projects on, on the network. So who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Maybe that is correct. Um, let's talk about another big narrative that we haven't spoken about yet today. And can help our bags pump. What is the big narrative that, that we haven't spoken about that can help our bags pump? I'm so full of alpha today. You know why? Because we have 2,500 likes. And the more you like... The more excited I get, the more excited I get, the more alpha I bring, the more alpha I bring, the more money you make. So the next narrative is actually a little bit of a curveball, right? So what you do is you go to Google and you say the following. You say, Google, when is Chinese New Year 2024? And it says Chinese New Year is February 10th. What is the next Chinese New Year? It's Year of the Dragon. So we know that there's a Chinese New Year narrative coming out now. So Andre from DWF says... While everyone is looking for the ETF, two other major events are forgotten. Chinese New Year and the Bitcoin halving, they should also have an impact. Don't underestimate it. So it is the year of the dragon. Um, you know that our good luck meme coin dragon is, we, we've said this a million times, you know this, it's Fufu. So we should look at Fufu um, at the time when, 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 uh, when it is Chinese New Year. It's not Chinese New Year yet, so don't, don't, don't jump the gun. But there are also a whole lot of other Chinese coins, which we call we call their Chinese coins. It's the coins that pump in China. So we've got to keep an eye on those. We'll publish that list for you guys. Again, at the very end of the show, when everybody is, is paying attention, we will publish that. Uh, okay, another thing we need to talk about is something that's maybe going a little bit under the radar, and I don't like the fact that it's going under the radar. We need to talk about it. We need to bring awareness to this. And that is because I've always said that I believe that India is going to be the most important country in blockchain creation and adoption. And the reason for that is because if you think about India, India has a huge population. They don't have a sophisticated banking infrastructure and they need blockchain. It is a country where they need blockchain. 
And it has the smartest engineering brains in the world. If you look at all the big CEOs, they're all engineers, CEO of Microsoft, CEO of Google, they are all engineers that came out of India. And what I believe is going to happen is that any big project that comes out of India is going to be a project that is really suited to solve real world needs because the Indians actually have experience living in a society where blockchain is actually needed. But a few days ago, we got news that Indian... Uh, that people in India can't use international exchanges. And today, something even bigger happened. So if you go to the Apple App Store and you try and get onto a crypto exchange in India, it says the app is not available. So literally what Apple has done is it's removed all the crypto exchanges from Indian phones. This is a big thing, guys. This 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 is a big thing. We actually, you're pretty much eliminating the Indian market from the international exchanges. So, um... I have a, a little bit, uh, a, a little bit of uh, advice for my friends in India. Um, I, I, I don't think anyone would do this or should do this. I mean, I don't think anyone should ever do this. But you know, there are some people that I've heard in India that are using VPNs, right? So, look, I don't recommend that anyone does this because you know that would be crazy. But I have heard rumors that some people this can can go and get a VPN and pay. There's a link below, by the way, for anyone who, who would want to do this and pay $2.91 a month. And you know, the thing with the VPN, I'll show you the thing with the VPN is that it doesn't matter where you live. And you know, like I don't believe that people should use VPNs, VPNs and stuff like that, because I'm not sure that that's the right thing to do. But if you do use a VPN, you can decide where you want to be. So if you're in India, you could, for example, say you're in Argentina and like no one would know, no one would know. Um, so look, I, look, I'm not saying that anyone should do this. But I have heard rumors and stories of some people that have done this. Seems to have worked. Uh, I mean, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, you know what I'm saying. There have been people that have done this. And I'm not recommending that anyone do this, except if you live in India. Except if you live in India. Um, then I'm, yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway, let's, let's move on before they remove our video from YouTube. Um, $3, guys, three, $3. Everyone can afford $3. To, to pretend that you're not in India. Remember, tomorrow is inflation day. We've got to keep our eyes on inflation. There's a good reason to keep our eyes on inflation because we have uh, the shipping crisis through the Suez Canal, which is driving up the, the price of containers. When you drive up the price of containers, it, it increases the costs of goods, increases the costs of goods, increases inflation. That won't come out in tomorrow's inflation numbers. That'll come out in February, March, April, May. So we've got to keep an eye out on that. Okay, now we have three minutes. So in three minutes, I'm going to show you a protocol that I spoke to today. And I really, really, really think that this protocol is absolutely amazing, right? Um, They are one of our sponsors, but I'm not talking about this because they're a sponsor. I'm talking about them because when they told me what they're doing, and I'm going to tell you what they're doing, and I think it is one of the most exciting protocols that I've ever seen, okay? So let me explain to you. Someone's asking about the skinny jeans. I went shopping on G-Star once, and for now, for the rest of my life, G-Star is going to haunt me. I should, have, I should have disabled cookies. So here's the protocol. So um, I don't know how many of you have heard of this protocol. It is a protocol called Tectum. Okay, now what, what actually is Tectum? Tectum is effectively a layer two on the Bitcoin network. The problem with the Bitcoin network is that if I want to send James or the, one of the scarecrows a Bitcoin, the transaction is slow and the transaction is expensive. The only way to make the transaction not slow and not expensive is to use a lightning network. And there's a lot of problems that come with a lightning network. But what this company has created is, in my mind, one of the the biggest game-changing technologies out there. They've created 
a technology which is a layer two on Bitcoin. And how it works is as follows. If I want to send James half a Bitcoin and Josh half a Bitcoin, I send one Bitcoin through the software. And what I get is I get that Bitcoin broken up into two halves living in two separate BTC addresses. So, so now you've, got, you've, you've split the one Bitcoin into two halves and the two halves live on two separate addresses inside the Bitcoin ecosystem, on, on the Bitcoin blockchain. So the, the coins have never left the Bitcoin blockchain. What they do, though, is they give you what, they, what is called a soft note. And I can send the soft note to James and the soft note to Josh. So effectively, all I'm doing is I'm sending them the password for the wallet. And when I send the password for the wallet, I lose the password for the wallet. So in other words, they've created a blockchain and the blockchain kind of says, look, if Rand sends the password to Josh, he can't send it to anybody else and he kind of loses the password. And that way, instead of sending Bitcoin over the network, all they're doing is sending passwords which allow people access to Bitcoin. So just think about this. Instead of trying to scale Bitcoin, put the Bitcoin into a wallet and just send somebody the password through an encrypted blockchain. And that way, the transaction doesn't have to move on the Bitcoin network incurring the Bitcoin fees and the Bitcoin time. You're just sending the password. And you're sending it on, on, on the Bitcoin on a separate blockchain, which is a Tecton blockchain. Now, you start thinking about all the use cases for something like this. One use case is, well, instead of sending Bitcoin ever again, just send passwords. No fees or very, very, very low fees, micro, micro fees. Um, uh, uh, um, very, very, very fast, microseconds, micro fees. But then start thinking about what happens with ticketing. So if someone builds an ordinals protocol which says that every Satoshi becomes a ticket to a soccer match, I can then just send the password to the soccer match, the, to the ticket to my friend, and that way I'm actually going to give him the thing. Now, that's to me... That is an unbelievable way of solving Bitcoin scaling. Now, that, look, do I know whether the token is cheap or not cheap? To be honest, I haven't done that level of, of analysis. Um, I can tell you it has a $332 million fully diluted valuation. I can also tell you that this is the price movement in the last uh, couple of months and years. So it's gone up from $4 to $10 and now to $33. I don't know if, if, if it's cheap or expensive and we'll get there. We'll, I'm going to start doing my research. But I think it's a very, very, very smart way of solving the Bitcoin problem. And this is, in my opinion, one of the smartest Bitcoin layer twos. They've taken a complicated problem and they've solved it very, very, very simply. And I think that it's, wor it's worth having a look at. So listen, on that note, I see there's 11,500 of you guys. It's our, it's our biggest day here today. It's ETF day. We're going to continue to be here until the ETF gets approved and when the ETF gets approved, which means that I'll see you guys again later. Until then... Very well, my friends.